Well, hello, everybody, and welcome. Welcome to the Words, Women, and Wisdom radio show, streaming live from BBS Radio in California and syndicating to over 100 stations globally. Today, I am joined by a excellent guest of mine who I met through the Evolutionary Business Council, Jackie Lappin. Hello, Jackie. Hi, Yvonne. I'm delighted to be here. I'm delighted that you're here as well. So I'm dialing in from the Rocky Mountains in Calgary, Canada, and you're calling in from where? Westlake Village, California, over the hill from Malibu on the way to Santa Barbara. All right. It's always nice to have an international flavor. So (laughs) if you haven't dialed into the show before, the Words, Women and Wisdom radio show is all about showcasing amazing women, women who've typically risen from tragedy to triumph and are now out in the world doing really interesting work, impactful, influential, interesting work. And very often it has a social enterprise element as well, which I am passionate about. When we can combine business with a social impact, it just makes everything so much more heartfelt and our marketing benefits as well. People love getting involved and engaged when there's an impact. So myself, I work with women entrepreneurs who are seeking to flourish. Mostly it's bringing in content from my best-selling book, Words, Women and Wisdom, The Modern Art of Confident Conversations, to help them ask for what they want and get it using techniques and strategies, not using force, but using the power in their words. So today I'm gonna be connecting with Jackie and learning about her story of rising from tragedy to triumph and also talking about the interesting work that she's doing. So today's, today's show is entitled From Silence to Service. I love this. How a scorned girl succeeded as a superstar in multiple industries. Now, if you haven't heard of Jackie before, Jackie is on a mission to get leaders, authors, coaches, and speakers, and entrepreneurs booked, to get them booked on more stages. So she's the founder for Speakertunity. She has had many other businesses, but this is the this is the baby that she's focusing on right now. So it's all about having more revenue, getting seen, having more influence, growing your business to gain more revenue and more impact. Speakertunity offers subscription services. I'm sure we'll dive into a little bit of that later on. Talking about regional and niche specific directories that get change makers booked, booked for speaking engagements, radio shows, TEDx events, and virtual networking across North America. So glad to have you, Jackie, and hear more about the story of how you got started in all of this. Well, um, you know, it's been a long journey, Yvonne. Um, And it it started back when I was a four-year-old and my father got cancer. I mean, it was a really challenging time for our whole family. If you can imagine me sitting there listening to my daddy tell my mommy that he just got the same cancer that killed both of his parents. Mm. Well, thankfully he survived, but we were financially wiped out and he wanted to move to another part of the state to kind of start over. And when we did, we moved to a place that was incredibly unwelcoming. They didn't like outsiders at all. 
And so essentially, I was rejected by my entire peer group. I was left entirely on my own, feeling unwanted, unworthy. Um, you know, nobody wanted to play with me. Um, and that started, you know, at a very young age. And at about 11, I said, okay, I really want to have something that's my very own. And I'm listening to a different drummer than the rest of the world starting about this point. And, um, and I'm getting messages that I need to be create a validation for who I am. And so I decided to marry my two favorite things, the Los Angeles Dodgers and writing. And I <laughs> pronounced to my parents at 11 that I was going to be a sports writer. And now you can imagine what the rest of my peer group said about that. Yeah. You know, I mean, I was dismissed instantly, but I'm a believer that success is the best revenge. And so mm -hmm. at 20, I was at the Detroit Free Press. At 21, I was at the Associated Press and on the front pages of the Los Angeles Times. At 22, I was a co-host of Dodger Dugout on Channel 11 in Los Angeles, and I was at the Washington Post. So I really, I hit it big very fast. I made it, I was on national television. I mean, I was, it was quite the thing. Um, but what it did is it really allowed me to stand out in the field of sports. And so within a couple of years, I had launched one of the, what ultimately became one of the largest sports special events and cable TV PR agencies in America. And you would know my client list. I mean, everything from Toyota Motorsports to Seagram's to Avon to um, Showtime to um, the National Hockey League, the Golf Channel, the you know, Ice Capades, Harlem Globetrotters. I mean, I can go on and on and on. And I did that for 20 years. And, uh, it, and into that space, about 20 years, things were starting to change. It wasn't getting, it wasn't much fun anymore. And at the same time, I got a calling to write a book. And this was just before The Secret came out. And it was all about how our thoughts and our emotions really impact our future. And yeah. so I wrote The Art of Conscious Creation, How You Can Transform the World. And by the second book, which, by, by the way, was a, a bestseller. And by the second book, which was Practical Conscious Creation, Daily Techniques to Manifest Your Desires, that one was the best spiritual book at the International New Age Trade Show. I realized that my heart lay with the people that were making the world a better place. And yes. so I completely rebranded my company to Conscious Media Relations and started doing radio podcast tours. And that's what I've done for the last 14 years. And our clients include Don Miguel Ruiz and Ariel Ford, James Twyman, Joe Vitale, Chris and Janet Atwood, Maureen St. Germain, and lots of other luminaries in who help people improve their lives or business or the planet. And so that has been ongoing. And about Nine years ago, some of them came to me and said, can you book me for speaking gigs? And I said, don't want to do that, but I know where they are. Why don't I tell you? And so that's how Speakertunity was born. And we started creating uh, tip sheets, subscription services, directories, um, you know, all kinds of resources that tell people where those opportunities are whether it's conferences, whether it's local, mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, niche, um, TEDx's, podcasts, you know, some virtual summits. So that's what we started to put together. And then it just kind of grew from there. I mean, we've added, um, you know, training programs that help you get booked. We've had a, um, a speaker, we'll do your speaker sheets and graphic design for podcast sheets and speaker handouts and book flyers and roll up conference, roll up banners and your slides. Um, we just so keep adding resources. It's a one-stop shop, right? Exactly. That's it. We just kept, every time somebody, you know, we realized that there was a need in the marketplace, we jump in. Yeah. And so that's well, what we've been doing. 
Well, that that is one of the keys to business success, isn't it? Is you know you listen to what your clients are asking for, and then if you you know if you have more than one client asking for it, look at how can you incorporate that, how can you expand, how can you add it on? Because if that one client wants it, probably there are others that do as well. So great, uh, great strategy. I'm also very interested, and we will come back to more detail about the services piece, because we have, um, stay to the end listeners, because we do have something special to share with you. Um, I'm also curious about some of the trends that you're seeing, because I had jumped on a call with you um, probably about six weeks ago now, where you were talking about trends for 2023. And I don't know if you have any of those stats handy, but I'm sure that this is ingrained anyways, in things that People who want to get on more stages, want to have more influence, need to pay attention to in, in this year what's what's shifted. Can you share a little bit about those, some of those strategies and, and some of those trends that you saw? Well, one of the things is the rise of short form video. Um, the 15 to 30 second um, uh, uh, TikTok style videos. And that is really making, um, you know, major difference for speaker branding. Um, I, you know, my team, and we've now started doing this for clients, um, came and did 300 TikTok style videos in two days with me. Right. And I'm telling you, it's, you know, I'm all over the place, but people are responding and they're engaged. They're really excited by the input and it's all really useful information. This, this isn't promotional. This is here's useful information, what you should know about some aspect of speaking. And right. so, um, that's really been a big, big change in the marketplace. The other thing that's changing is that we're back to live. There's no question that live speaking has become, you know, the big thing again. And, um, it's astonishing at how quickly um uh that has reconstituted itself when we look at our conference connections database um about um 65% of it is live mm. um then the next largest connect um category is uh hybrid which is yeah. when you have uh, some people in the room and the rest are watching it on streaming. And then right. the smallest portion at this point is uh, virtual. Now, that doesn't mean that you're not going to find tons of virtual meetings that stayed virtual because yeah. that has really worked very well for a lot of people. Um, so uh, some of those meetings that were once live have gone to virtual and they're going to stay. Some are going back. And even some smaller meetings are doing hybrid at this point. Um, right. I was at uh, a, a woman's meeting here in Southern California, and they put all of the uh, people on the stream um, on the screen. And so there's live interaction between even a small crowd of 10 people um, yeah. with uh, 20 or 30 on the screen. So um, so it, th those are really the hot trends right now. Mm -hmm. And then also... Um we were talking about the Evolutionary Business Council retreat, um, mm -hmm. which I believe you have just attended. So I'm not yes. sure if there's any key trends that came out of that, but are also relating to speaking, expanding your business through speaking opportunities, revenue generation strategies that are um, all good uh, insights to share. Well, I think that the, the, anytime you're doing speaking, uh, storytelling is really an important part of that. Yes. And um, I think, you know, really learning how to integrate those stories into your 
presentation so that it builds a rapport with the audience and then uh, leads them to want to work with you more consistently is really an important skill that you can see on any stage in EBC more than, you know, just as much as anybody. And so I think, um, you know, it's uh, really demonstrated that that's where speakers really need to be putting a lot of their emphasis today. Yeah, excellent. And you mentioned about um, a turning point at age 11. <clears throat> I also had a term, turning point at age 11. <clears throat> Excuse me. My dad had come back from World War II, got a bullet in Dunkirk and um, grazed his, his uh, skull and he came back with PTSD. And so growing up in my household in London, England, you can tell from my accent, I wasn't born in North America. Um, he was just very mean. He had PTSD. He wasn't treated. Hundreds of thousands of men came back that weren't treated. And he took it out on my mom, who was a professional businesswoman when they met and gradually drained the dignity right out of her. And then turned on me when I was 11, when I flunked an exam, Jackie, I flunked by two marks. And I remember him getting the exam results. This is a, in England, an important exam they called the 11 plus. So you either went to the grammar school where the smart kids went or the secondary school where they're not so smart kids went. And my sister was already in grammar school because she's a completely um, academic, quiet, opposite of me. Um, he's ripping open the envelope and his eyes go black and he looks at the results, face goes beat red and he screams at me, you failed. You will never, ever be successful in life. And he stormed out, ripped it up. Mm. I'm 11, right? I'm just about to go into high school. So what ended up happening was I pretty much lost my voice. Like I was so stunned (laughs) that people in uh, high school thought I was a bit snooty because I never really said very much. And, And my mom lost her voice too, because she was so used to being criticized. She just was scared to speak up. And so that age 11 for both of us apparently was a pivotal moment. (laughs) Um, And so I went on to, I think I was about 45 um, doing, you know, a lot of self-development work, working with, um, you know, people like Jack Canfield, um, um, T.R. Becker, Jane Warlow, many others, and eventually with Susie uh, Carter as well um, to really do some deep inner work. And it was only about, yeah, not that long ago that I realized that by putting this emotional shield up I had been not only protecting myself from ever getting hurt like that again by someone I thought loved me but I was keeping myself small behind that shield Mm -hmm. and it was time to come out and play bigger so very impactful age 11 (laughs) funny how these things also become part of our journey so now I'm out talking with women about getting their voice heard demonstrating their value, being able to clearly articulate what value they offer. So whether it's professional women who are looking for a salary increase or a promotion, um, leaders in their organizations looking for the next position, bigger responsibility, or whether it's my um, primary group, which is women entrepreneurs who are seeking that clarity to be able to articulate clearly the services they offer, or maybe they're scaling up because they're super successful and now they're needing to have a team. Otherwise they're not going to get any family time at all and no balance. Um, and bringing in over 20 years of working with senior HR professionals and interviewing and hiring about 6,000 people. So this shift from a solopreneur 
to a CEO and hiring your team is the other piece of work that I focus on. So it's those those two groups, clarity and, um, and scaling up. Well, yeah. you know, in the best of us in this world um, that are teachers like this, we we use the wound to fuel us. Right. And we speak from emerging from that and showing other people the way. So we're both on have been on that path. Yeah. So tell me a little bit more about um, conscious media relations. Like I'm curious about this whole social enterprise piece and um, what were some of the core learnings that you took away from that experience? I'm not sure how long conscious media relations was uh, your focus for. Well, that's actually the radio podcast tour company. Okay. So, um, and what we've done over there is, you know, we've, we focused on people that are social entrepreneurs, people that are changing the world in positive ways. And we feel like that we are basically the, um, the, the launching pad or the, um, the fuel behind them to get them out in front of more audiences so we can together change the world. Um, and so we look for and, att- and attract clients that basically are in service. Um, um, you know, I'm not likely to do a, pub- a, a radio media tour for somebody that's just talking to- about how to sell more real estate. I'm right. going to be talking about something that's going to give you um, a better life, improving, you know, your business from the standpoint of connecting with people um, and, you know, improving the planet. And so we've been all over those. And of course, we we, we do books, we do movies, we do um, programs. Um, so it's not just a book, but we're basically putting our our clients in front of podcasters who care and their audience care. And so that's the work that we've been doing all these years. And um, I love this, the work that we do because it has impact. Yeah. So I, um, when I first read your bio, I was thinking that conscious media relations was a past um, experience, but it sounds like that's still a part of the whole Speak of Tunity brand. It's just expanded. It, exactly. It, you know, I call them my twin companies. And um, either one of them feeds the other because yeah. they're really so very complimentary. You know, once you want to do radio and podcast tours, you might also want to do speaking. And right. so even over at Speakertunity, we offer the radio podcast tour because that's another form of visibility. And, right. we've, you know, we have two ways that we we work with people. Either you can do things on your own. You know, we'll give you the tools or we'll either do it for you or we have a strategic partner called book for you virtual assistants. So if you want to do speaking and you don't want to do all the booking yourself, you can use them. So, um, you know, the, 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 we have kind of a, a rainbow of different um, uh, service uh, levels based on where you are, what right. you need. And so that's how we've kind of structured. So conscious media relations and, and speaker tunity are kind of like side by side. Right. So Jackie, do you see a difference in how women speakers approach um, getting booked to our male counterparts? Sometimes, yes. Um, men tend to want somebody else to do it for them more often. Okay. Um, women can, a lot of times are more interested in really getting a handle on it first before they start trying to hand it off to other people. Right. Um, and to really make sure that they've got it dialed in. Um, I think also that um, sometimes men want to hit the big big stage faster 
women will put in the work to basically get the, you know, the, the presentation down, get confident on stage before they start scaling up. Yeah. Interesting. And what about leadership um, in terms of women entrepreneurs? What if you were, were looking back over your career with all of the successful companies that you've had and thinking about maybe three key things that have contributed as a female entrepreneur to your success, what would those be? Well, the first one is living in integrity. Mm. I always do what I think is right. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, whatever that might be, if I have to fall on my own sword, if I need to stand up for what I, you know, what I need to stand up for, um, looking for a compromise, but I don't compromise my integrity. That is first and foremost. It's my, right. my highest value. Yeah. Um, another that I think serves me well is uh, compassion, kindness. You know, when I'm dealing with people, um, I'm mindful of what they're going through and, you know, what their circumstances are and how when when I need to give a little bit of a, um, a you know, emotional support, um, you know, uh, let, provide a sounding board, let listen to people. So those are all things that I think are relationship building, trust building. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, trust is a really critical factor. Uh, you know, that if you're going to have a relationship with anybody from a professional standpoint, they need to trust you. And so I spend part of, you know, being in integrity, part of being in kind is what engenders that trust. People know that they can safely talk to me and not feel that they're going to be judged. So I think that that's really an important factor. So for me, it's all about connecting with people, building relationships, uh, being on the same plane with people, or at least honoring what plane that they're on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, and staying open to, uh, communicating, um, in ways that are, uh, conducive to building the kind of trust that re- results in all kinds of business. Absolutely. Yeah. I was talking with, um, somebody just recently and they were mentioning, I won't mention any names, break any confidences, of course, um, talking a little bit about not sure if my team trusts me. Um, And my question back was, well, do you trust them? And how do you show that you trust them? And it was kind of like, oops. (laughs) (laughs) Mirrors go both ways. You bet. (laughs) Exactly. Because, you know, if if you're not trusting your team and you're constantly um, either nitpicking or, you know, they feel like they're, they're not allowed to be empowered to do their job using their knowledge, their connections, their resources, their wisdom, their insights on how to get it done, then you're going to become the bottleneck. And um, obviously in terms of growing the organization, you need people who are going to work independently and thrive and love doing that so that you can be uh, free to go off and create more amazing services. So when you speak of team, I mean, that's one of the most important factors in my world. I mean, I couldn't do what I do without the incredible team that I have. They are remarkable. Uh, Jeff, who's my right hand has been, and he does customer service for, for Speakertunity has been with me for 17 years. Yeah. I met him on the, the the last webinar. Exactly. And so, um, you know, and he's just one of, of 13 people I have on my team. And they are incredible 
by virtue of the commitment that they have, the, you know, the, their input. I mean, I have to listen to them rather than simply just do, because sometimes they have a better insight than I do. Yeah. Well, the people who are on the front line are closest to the, the operations, the issues, the glitches, the things that take uh, you know, a lot of time and effort that could be simplified. And very often the leaders are, um, you know, focused on just different things. I mean, that's why we have teams, right? So that the visionaries can stay visionary um, and the operations group can look after those things. It is um, critical, you're right, to have that um, leadership style where you're trusting and empowering your team and also to have the right people on the team. Um, through interviewing and hiring about 6,000 people in my career, um, I actually had developed a process around that, a, a 12-step power hire process so that the end result is you know after three months of having them with you it's very evident very clear what a great fit they are and there are certain pieces that are absolutely key to that so that's part of what I work with my clients on so when you talk about those three things integrity compassion and trust um, obviously that's been part of your success how do you um translate that as a speaker to be building that kind of connection with your audience i know that you have some uh tips on you know seducing your audience i think that might be interesting to to draw upon as uh, i think about you know how do you translate that to speaking well the first thing is authenticity and really, that's the most important factor of, of being yourself, being vulnerable, speaking to your audience about your trials and tribulations um, and how you came from, came from that experience and how you can offer them value. I mean, it's not about the big cars and the, and the mansions and all of that. I think that's gone out of the style these days. Yeah. Uh, people really want to know who you are. And when you reveal yourself to people, that makes a difference. The other factor is um, don't get funky about offerings of your products. And, you know, when, when the sale, when the part of the sales or enrollment part of the, the uh, speaking comes in, um, you come, when you speak, you come from a place of service, right? First you give value. Tell your people something, you know, three, five tips that really bring them value um, and they can see themselves in the, those opportunities and improve. And once you've established the fact that you're interested in their welfare by providing these tips, then you're at a phase that you can basically open the door and say, look, I would love to take you to the next level. Do you think you're ready? this is something that you might need? If so, let me be your guide. Let me show you a way that can help you. And that's when you start open, you know, opening the door for your enrollment. But it's you're coming from a place of service. You're not coming from a place of I'm selling you this. And right. when you come from a place of service, you're going to feel more comfortable. Because you know you have something that's going to be of value to them. And it's not so much about being invested in how many people buy. It's being invested in the person and then letting that attract them to you and feel, you know, be open. And some people aren't going to buy on that first opportunity. I mean, and frankly, with Speakertunity, a lot of times it's the sixth or seventh time that somebody sees me that they come to me and they say, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. 
So yeah. um, it's, you know, it's knowing that you're planting the seeds that are going to build to that. And you talked about what, you know, the, the seduction part of it. So I created something really fun that I'd love to invite people to take advantage of. Yeah. And that is, um, you know, when you're uh, in, in, a, in a speaking situation, you can either make an offer or you can also make a free offer that gets people into your community. Some places won't let you sell from the stage. Right. So you can only do this. But I'm a big believer that you do both. If you have an opportunity, you make the offer. And somewhere in the presentation, you also give them something free. And so um, what I've created is um, 44 ways to seduce your next client from stage, podcast, radio shows, virtual summits, and virtual networking. And if you go to speakertunity.com forward slash seduce, you can get an ebook that is going to give you those 44 different ways. Because if you simply think that a free gift of offer from the sage is an ebook or a, um, uh, you know, a free consultation, you're way behind the times. There are like incredibly up, 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 uh, different opportunities that you could utilize to entice people into your community, get this and start that relationship building. That's going to lead to something bigger. So speakertunity.com backslash seduce is where you can pick that up. And I'll repeat that again at the end. So can you share a couple of those tips? Um, from from the 44 it sounds really enticing um i already had gone through and downloaded my my uh free book so it's where you, for example if you put together a, a series of 10 tips delivered by video every single day hmm. okay. so that over the course of those days they get to know you they get to see you it's easy it doesn't take more than 5 minutes and at the end of that 10 days, now you start to get to a point where you can start making an offer. Right. It's all about the no like trust. I mean, that piece is not new. It's just how we're leveraging technology. And in these times where people make split decisions and want to do everything quicker and are used to watching things like a very short TikTok reel, that they can make a choice right away and they can feel engaged and connected right away. Love it. And what this ebook does? is just take you out of the usual and make you think about new opportunities. So it, you, it may be something you, you've seen done, you've done before, but it's going to make you think, oh, I can do that with this. Right. Well, I think in, in many cases, it's not always about having more ideas. It's just going through um, something like that with 44 different ones and picking out the three things that you can get started on right away. The three things that will give you, you know, the low hanging fruit result to get you off the ground and running or things that you can easily integrate into your processes or integrate into your calendar. So it doesn't feel like a big, overwhelming project. It's a simple, easy, natural add on that will that will more likely become a new habit for you. So it's not like this big, scary thing. So a lot of times I think people are still very nervous about getting up on stage and. Um, I think it's still one of the things that makes people, you know, want to run to the bathroom and throw up right beforehand. Um, I have got past those nerves quite a while ago. Um, I was talking with somebody yesterday about um, speaking on stage and, you know, ev just about everything that could have gone wrong. It was a, an audience of 500 women at the Phyllis Women's Conference uh, that was up in Edmonton and was around International Women's Day. Just about everything could have gone wrong. I ran to the bathroom in the um, 
in the morning right before I was going on stage and I looked down, I had a run in my nose. Didn't have a spare pair with me. And I was like, ah, okay, well, do I take them off? No, I think I want to leave my nylons on, even though they're nude nylons, someone's going to notice. And then they're going to just focus on that the whole time. I wonder if she has a run in her nylons. So I thought I'll, I'll just make a comment about that, get that out of the way right away. So people are actually listening to the message. And then the slides went down. Uh, the lady who was right before me, I was the first person up. <laughs> the lady um, who was the host um, was running um, a video about the work that she'd been doing in, uh, in Africa and the video crashed. So my slides were not coming up. And luckily I had my, my paper handouts with me and I'd done a lot of rehearsing. But talking about the first two minutes, you know, going up on stage and just saying, hey, you know, Apparently the slides aren't working. This is going to be fun. And have you ever walked, to, you know, been about to go on stage in front of 500 women and realized you had a run in your nylons? I mean, everyone just cracked right up. This whole topic of authenticity, I think that, you know, as the first speaker for the day, um, I actually inadvertently laid the groundwork for them to really be paying attention because it was so authentic and transparent and then the slides did eventually come up and I just sort of had fun catching up with what was on the screen I didn't have that many slides but authenticity transparency just be real just be you because everybody else is taken right isn't that the expression Jackie yep yeah. Do you ever have any uh, really interesting or funny stories of, of speaking on stage that you'd like to share? Um, you know, I can't think of anything funny, but I, I can say that I learned something really important from uh, uh, a, a, a wonderful um, speaker and leader um, who taught me that um, you from a spiritual standpoint, before I go on stage, I allow, the, you know, the universal light to come down into me, into my heart, mm-hmm. and then out into the audience to all of their hearts. And then that light goes back up into, you know, a, a complete, you know, box. And right. um, that that gift made it much easier for me to step on stage feeling confident, feeling in service. I do that before I get on stage uh, for anything big um, because it it's, it grounds me. Um, It, you know, you might know her. um, She's a great spiritual leader at Barbara DeAngelis. And uh, um, I was, you know, in her coaching program at one point. Um, And that little tip really has set the tone for all of my speaking. Yeah. I was in one of Karen McGregor's programs, who was also an EBC member. Um, I think she's out in Mexico now judging from her Facebook posts <laughs> um, and day, day three of her uh, rock the stage program. We talked a lot about, you know, preparation before you even go on stage. Um, I also very often will counsel my clients in terms of the, the language, you know, if you're stuck on the word sales, um, don't use it, right. Just step right into the next piece. Like once you've secured that sale, if you like, what are you going to be doing? You're going to be serving that client. So why not bypass the whole sales piece if that's giving you, you know, a different energy and you're asking and you're getting nervous and there's big pauses in your sentence, allowing people to jump in. 
then just step right into service right away and talk about the value that you're offering and the results that they're going to get because that's what they're interested in. They don't necessarily even need to know the hows because sometimes if you're working in the spiritual realms, the hows will freak people out. <laughs> so don't, don't tell them the hows right away. Just tell them the outcome and the shift that you're going to be able to take them through from here to here. What is that? Uh, what is that journey? And why are you the best qualified person to be doing that? Usually it's because you, as you said earlier, you know, we've got our own stories. You've, you've been there, you've done it, you've gone through that. Um, you know, certainly in my, my own arena, I mean, yeah, worked with eight different, eight different startups. Now they haven't all been successful startups. <laughs> One of them told, sold for 12 million. I, I was part of that team. Um, but not all of them have, um, have been successful and that teaches you things as well. So the, the whole topic of, um, sales and service dear to my heart as well. Um, I do have Reiki level two training. So it's nice to be able to bring that in when I do visioning sessions with clients. That is typically a 45 minute session to help them to connect head and heart and really get in tune with what it is that they're focusing on for the next year. And then breaking it back down again and saying, okay, well, this is where you're going. How are you going to get there? What are some of the important steps that you need? And obviously influence and speaking is one of the greatest ways to do that because we can have so many one-on-one-on-one-on-one -on -one -on -one -on -one conversations. It's just not as time effective as being able to speak to an audience and speak to, you know, one to many um, in a very short period of time. And as you said, you know, if they have a need, if they see the value that you're offering, if they feel that integrity and authenticity, then they're going to want to stay in touch. And when they're ready, we can't force people, but when they're ready, it'll be an easy, um, a much easier yes. So I felt your compassion when we first got on before we started this call. Um, and so I can truly speak to the work that Jackie's doing from a um, experiential standpoint, as well as who she is as a person. So I hope that you've found so far that there have been some excellent insights coming from our conversation today. What else, Jackie, do you want to offer up to people that perhaps are fairly new to the speaker realm that would be a helpful way for them to get off the um, starting blocks? Obviously, you've got a lot of the tools of how to do it. Is there any other insights that you've learned along the way that are things that trip people up when they're first starting? Well, the first thing is, is if you are intimidated and you're not yet really confident, one of the great things to do is start with podcasts mm -hmm. and use those podcasts as a testing ground for your presentation and basically give the host a series of 15 to 20 questions that are versions of what you would present on a stage. So they're going to ask you those questions. And by the time you've done that 20 or 30 times, you're going to be more confident when you walk on stage. That happened for me. On my last book, um, I had done the same interview a hundred times, literally a hundred times. I'm a publicist, you know. Right. And by the time I did it, by the time I walked on stage, man, I had it nailed. I really had it nailed. And it, I just took out the questions and put put it all together. Yeah. But I knew exactly. I had my sound bites down, et cetera. So um, podcasting is a great way or virtual summits are a great way to start practicing and getting ready for your stage. So that's one thing. The next thing is start local. Start showing up at your, um, you know, your local women's groups, your local uh, um, uh, service groups, your local uh, chambers of commerce, 
doing speaking within your community, whatever that might be. Um, start to get really get your feet wet, get your presentation down, know that you're comfortable with your um, your offer. Um, see if your offer is working. If it's not working, you may need to tweak it or change it. Uh, put together a great e-course that people can um, can get as a, from a you know inexpensive low end. That's right. a, that's a great way to do that. Put all those start all putting all those people pieces together locally before you start looking at bigger stages and conferences and 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 bigger events or putting on your own events. So. You know, that's kind of the trajectory that really is a good way to get started and really increase your ability to feel comfortable to step into your your presence as a powerful and impactful speaker. Mm -hmm. So I know that you've got a number of different offerings in terms of service levels. And we talked about the um, do-it-yourself, some of the done-for-you services. Can you just summarize for me in the next few minutes? Because I'm sure that there are lots of people listening now that are really intrigued to learn more about the, the services that you offer and speak Eternity. Can you talk about the different levels for a few minutes? Sure. So the first thing that you're going to want to do with us is um, get speaker leads. And we have developed a membership program that makes it very easy to do that. So at level one, you get one choice of products, and it could be podcasts, virtual summits, um, speaker leads all over North America, or conferences. Now you go up to the next level, you can get all five of them. Um, and um, also our booking system and a coaching hot seat that I do. Then you go up to the next level and it, you can start adding in things like regional directories. So you get all the speaking and meeting venues and associations in your marketplace or your niche directory, which gives you all the speaking opportunities in your niche all across North America. You want women's business meetings or healthcare professionals or real estate people or spiritual centers or addiction recovery centers. We've got 60 different niches that you can pick from. And at that level, you can also get the TEDx, uh, TEDx, et cetera. Um, so we've got a full array, depending on where you are. Um, the, the prices graduate from $47 a month, which is really inexpensive, mm-hmm. up to um, $297 a month, which you get a full array of things. And then um, you can either do it yourself or you can add on book for you virtual assistants to do it. So for example, if you've got, if you want conferences, and it requires a lot of filling in forms, calls for speakers forms. And you don't want to do that repetitive work. You can retain book for use virtual assistants for $400 a month, mm-hmm. and they'll just fill in all those forms for you. And, um, and hopefully some of those will land. I was really excited. I was at the National Speakers Association recently um, for my second visit back. And one of the women uh, who's a chapter leader came running up to me and said, I just got a $7,000 U.S. government gig out of you at conferences. So that made me really happy because a lot of people don't tell us we wish they would when they get booked from us. So, um, so basically wherever you are is, um, you know, we, we created an, an entry point that will help you get to the next level. And you were here in Calgary at the Speakers Association too, weren't you recently? I was for the Canadian Association of Professional Speakers at 11 Below. I missed seeing you. I didn't even realize that you were coming. I missed seeing that. So uh, otherwise we could have gotten connected in person. Yeah. Next time. Next I want time. to come up there to Banff. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you're um, North American wide directories. I mean, you know, when I certainly when I first looked at the service, it was more oriented to 
US only. And now that there are Canadian opportunities involved uh, as well. The, so that's a, a great. And actually conference connections. We've started in adding uh, um, English speaking conferences all over the world. Okay. Interesting. Because I get pitched a lot from LinkedIn with uh, different conferences globally. And again, part of that process is, you know, is this real? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some of those. And so I'm sure that your service uh, also whittles down the ones that are worthwhile. Otherwise, you wouldn't be putting them on your list to be recommending them. Yeah. Right. So any last th- things that you want to share, Jackie? We're coming up uh, to the last few minutes here. I know that you've shared some excellent insights in terms of tips trends you've shared some insights about how to get booked what some of the services are that you'd like to um, be able to provide for those who are looking to expand on their speaking career leverage the opportunities of of speaking whether that's on virtual summits whether it's speaking on you know tiktok reels and utilizing some of the tech Um, any last thoughts that you feel are really worthwhile that speakers or people who are considering utilizing speaking and podcasts for their influence the best the best thing that i can offer is that we have a summit coming up april 13th through 16th called speaker fest and on speaker fest we have 40 phenomenal speakers that will guide you on whatever level you are the day one is all about your stage presence and your ability to um uh enroll from the stage and all of the the delivery The second day is all about where you find your gigs, everything from associations and corporate and local hidden speaking opportunities and other niches that will get you booked. Um, The third day is all about building your speaker business. And the fourth day is all about taking your message onto other platforms. It is jam-packed with great information. And here's the best part. It's free. So you can just go to speakerfest.com, get enrolled, and you can uh, really take advantage of up-leveling your speaking at any level that you want. And beyond what I can teach you, these people are experts in their field. I'm curious, who are some of your speakers, Jackie? Can you share? You bet. Uh, Sam Horn, um, Susie Carter, uh, Suzanne Evans, Bill Walsh, uh, Tim Gard, the great humorist, uh, Sanjay Nash. uh, Both of them are Hall of Fame. Marie Diamond um, from The Secret to talks about how to set the energy in the room. Um, And it goes on and on from there. Some great speakers, very um, influential. I know most of those names. So that is coming up, speakerfest.com. And you said there are free opportunities to register. That's incredible, Jackie. Thank you so much for being in service and doing that. I imagine there's also a VIP opportunity if you can't make all the sessions and you want to get the recordings. Yes, there is. Very inexpensive. It's $97. And, you know, I'm telling you, this is knock your socks off stuff. It is. So speakerfest.com and repeat the dates for me again, April 13th through 16th. 13th through 16th. Okay, we'll make sure that that goes in the show notes as well. So Jackie, this has been very insightful. I'm so glad that we got reconnected and that you have an opportunity for sharing some of your wisdom on the show, sharing some of the insights that you've learned over many, many years of working in the media realm, working in this opportunity for speaking, influence, building your brand and and consciousness as well. This focus on conscious business, love it. 
So I'm looking forward to joining the speakerfest.com gathering and um, being involved with that and certainly uh, picking up that uh, seduction 44 Ways to Seduce Your Audience. That sounds like an interesting read. Haven't had a chance to, to read it yet. So any last thoughts before we head off for the rest of the day? I know you have a busy calendar and I really appreciate you sharing the time with me. Well, the simple is don't hide your light under a bushel. If you've got a message to deliver, don't wait to do it. Now, here's one important tip. You, most speakers will say, oh, I'll get to it around, you know, sometime this week. You will not get to it unless you block time in your calendar. P- pull out three hours every week. Block it as if you had an appointment with somebody else. Use that time to get your speaker sheet done. Uh, get you Write your proposal letter. Identify which speaking opportunities that you want to pitch. And then send that pitch and do the follow-up. If you do that consistently, you will start getting booked and it will be a, a viral effect. So um, viral but effect. you have to commit the time. <clears throat> Excellent. So if you want to keep in touch with Jackie, she's already shared a couple of ways. Uh, definitely join SpeakerFest. So that's coming up April 13th to 16th. Go to speakerfest.com to register either for a free ticket or a VIP ticket for that. Very, um, very uh, affordable and highly, highly valuable. I know quite a few of those uh, speakers. Um, and then also take advantage of going to speakertunity.com, learning about all the various programs and offerings that Jackie has so well put together for different layers of readiness for you as a speaker and also pick up that free uh, booklet the slash seduce at the end speakertunity.com slash seduce you can pick up that and keep in touch with jackie um can they also keep in touch with you through linkedin jackie or what's your preference for how to stay LinkedIn, in facebook all of the above um instagram um and then they can also um reach out to me um, my, uh, my meeting calendar is, uh, schedule is, um, uh, www.schedule.jackielappin.com. Schedule.jackielappin.com. And that's Jackie, I-E, Lappin, L-A-P-I-N. Yeah. Schedule.jackielappin.com. Great. Okay. Thank you for being an excellent guest with me today. Really appreciate you, what you're up to in the world, how you're sharing and being in service. And uh, I would encourage each of the listeners to stay on with me for another five minutes. I'm actually going to share a little bit more about my book. There's a, a video that will follow as well, talking about words, women, and wisdom, the modern art of confident conversations, as I do have an audiobook version now on or sound, A-W-E-S-O-U-N-D. And also it's available through Amazon as a physical book and also an ebook as well. And there are some special bonus items that I'm being offering right now where you can actually get involved and have a mini coaching session with me. So that's the video that's coming up next. So hang on for a few more minutes. I'm going to let Jackie go. She's got a crazy busy calendar and that will be following this, um, this farewell. So thank you, Jackie, for sharing with me today. I look forward to keeping in touch with you and I'm going to run the next video in a moment. Thank you. It's delightful to be here, Yvonne. Thank you. Thanks, Jackie. Bye for now. Ladies, a new book is on the horizon. Words, Women and Wisdom, the Modern Art of Confident Conversations. 
This new book is for women ready to rediscover their inner confidence, take a stand for themselves in life and business by using more powerful language. Words are so powerful and have already changed history. On October 5th, the New York Times published a story detailing decades of allegations of sexual harassment against film producer Harvey Weinstein. And numerous women in the entertainment industry found the courage to go public, banding together with a powerful voice that change is long overdue. Even Oprah Winfrey, television network icon, gave a rousing speech at the Golden Globe Awards in January. The media has showcased the Time's Up Legal Defense Fund. The Me Too movement is flourishing and all signaling it's time for women's equality and change. I believe it's time to give women the verbal agility to create more confident conversations. Words, Women and Wisdom, The Modern Art of Confident Conversations is the book which provides practical approaches for women to ask for what we really want and receive our request. Hello, I'm Yvonne Silver, Certified Executive Coach and Senior HR Professional, seasoned in business. I teach women to flourish in business by using more confident language to help empower and engage others. This book is the result of over 35 years of my career, professional career, working in four different countries. I've interviewed over 6,000 people in my career for job interviews, executive coaching, for sales and consulting conversations. And I've listened to hundreds of women in particular who are looking for a better way to collaborate. They're looking to be uh, asking for what they really want and heard and validated, especially in business. And women often earn less than men for doing exactly the same job. It's 2018. It's time for change. The modern art of confident conversations explores words we use at home, at work. Words that trip us up, elevate us and encourage us. And when no words are even required. It is about how to leverage the power of words in a positive, in a collaborative and impactful way. Now I work with women entrepreneurs and leaders who are empowering other women and leading through mentorship programs and my coaching, public speaking, interviews and writing. I'm passionate about women's equality. Why? I grew up in England in a house with a flow of negative comments from my father which destroyed my mum's dignity until she became an empty shell of the vibrant woman she'd once been, belittled by constant criticism and questioning of her abilities. Through my own life journey and supporting hundreds of female clients, I've discovered critical words to ask to get what we really want collaboratively. I know there are critical links between our language, our behavior, our mindset and our success in life. Words from a song can replay in our head for hours and poetry can bring a lump in our throats. I've combined my insights with interviews from influential women, sharing their pearls of wisdom, supplemented with research and reference studies from established scholars. Women are rising up. It's time for women to be heard. Let's use more powerful, positive language and join the rising tide of change. This book is for you, a woman looking to the future. 
ready to embrace significant positive changes in your life by using more confident language. Eliminate those words that drain your power, add words that energize and invigorate and shift from ordinary to extraordinary. Just one word can change your life. I believe every woman needs their own copy of this powerful book. It's time for action and time for change. Order and reserve your own copy of Words, Women and Wisdom today.